Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing page optimization expert, Tim Ash, is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome back, loyal listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash, the CEO of Site Tuners and chairperson of Conversion Conference, here with another episode of LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Uh, my guest this week is Tom Bowen, one of our uh, speakers at Conversion Conference. He's the president of Website Optimizers. Tom, welcome to the show. Great to be here, Tim. Really is. Okay, so with a company like Website Optimizers, I think I can deduce what you guys do, but for those of the, uh, who are not familiar with your company, give us a quick overview. You know, we work with companies of all sizes, small, medium, large, and we help them improve the bottom line contribution of their website. So, you know, if uh, you're trying to generate revenue with an e-commerce site, whether you're trying to build leads with a B2B site, even a media site where you're just trying to generate ad revenue, we help you work with your user experience or the landing pages that, that you're using and get your website to convert better. Okay, well, there's a... But you see, you kind of put it more broadly at the beginning. You said, well, get your, uh, you know, kind of improve your bottom line. That kind of assumes that all of your sales and marketing activities are involved. So let's talk about the traffic side of things. I mean, used to be that's, well, I think it still is where most people are paying attention. Would you agree with that? Driving traffic, traffic acquisition. Yeah. What's I wrong think with from, that? Well, from a digital marketing standpoint, uh, I would say that it's probably a safe bet that on average, maybe 90% or more of a company's marketing budget, from the digital side anyway, is spent on generating traffic. They're finding that that's getting more and more and more expensive to, to do. And there's that whole other half of the equation is getting a greater percentage of those visitors to convert, to either fill out that lead form or to make the purchase if you're an e-commerce site, whatever it is, you're, for whatever reason, your website exists to either make money or save your company money. You want more of those visitors doing that. And businesses are just now starting to learn that, hey, if I can take that conversion rate from 2% to 3%, that's the same as increasing my traffic by 50%. Absolutely. So what I hear you saying is uh, everybody knows the tricks of driving traffic. In fact, I had a recent guest on the show, and they are saying, basically, you can't even do manual uh, campaigns anymore to drive traffic, that in the last 18 months, the amount of programmatic buying by dollar volume has gone from 60 to 80% of all ad buying. It's getting harder and harder out there to compete against the machines. Harder and harder and more and more expensive. So we all need a more efficient use of our marketing budget. And right now, I think, I, I think that conversion rate optimization is kind of where search engine optimization was in the early part of the century where there was a huge rush to that. It's like, that's how I make money. Go, I go and do buy ads with, with, with PPC ads or do some simple little SEO stuff. Well, that all has evolved so much where it's become so expensive per visitor that companies are now looking for other places to try and get that, uh, to, to, to earn their ROI. And the yeah, there's, of- so, so there's, yeah, and there's, there, there's a kind of, the problem with that is it's all visible and it's in the public eye, as it were, and you're often competitive. So you're, you're, you're paying whatever the market's willing to bear in an auction model like Google's or paying someone's rate card for the advertising, you know, cost per thousand impressions or whatever they're, they think they can get away with, right? So uh, the advantage of conversion rate optimizations, I see it, is 
it's in a way kind of hidden. Your competitors don't know what you're up to a lot of the time. Yeah, and it's also uh, not ongoing. So if, if you're increasing your ad spend budget by 20% to try and increase traffic, that's an ongoing monthly expense. If you're do, making some changes to improve your checkout process or your, your key landing pages, you fix those up, then the benefit you're receiving from that is going to go on kind of in perpetuity. Right. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Once you lock in the improved efficiency, it doesn't cost you any more to maintain it. Right. Absolutely. It's, uh, uh, it, it's really where more businesses are starting to focus and more businesses certainly need to focus because it's the untapped uh, part of the well. Okay, well, let's let's talk about that. But why is it, you know, we, we've been crying in the wilderness, at least I have, for over a dozen <laughs> years now. And, you know, saying CRO is important. It's the highest impact uh, online marketing uh, ROI that you can get. It goes across all of your traffic sources and acts like a force multiplier on your profits. Why isn't that message getting through so much? You know, Tim, I think it's uh, just kind of a, a snowball effect of the early part of the century. Like you say, guys like you and Brian Eisenberg were, have been singing this, this song from the beginning, but you, unfortunately, were in the minority. Maybe that's fortunate now for, for people getting ready to take advantage of the opportunity. But so much press, so much quick results, immediate results in terms of PPC – some of these things were experienced in the early part of the 2000s in terms of getting big boosts in traffic with small ad spins that there were a lot of short-term decisions being able to make, be made easily. It, even on the SEO side, which I think is more of a longer-term type spin than, than pay-per-click, even on the SEO side, with far less competition in 2002, 2003, the first half of the 2000s, the return on investment and the the time return was so much faster than it is these days. I think that's kind of, where I'll, yeah, yeah, I think you've kind of put your, your, your finger on it. I mean, I, and I've been thinking about this deeply uh, over the years, and I think you just said two things. One is just the amount of effort it takes, and the other is how simple it is to, to explain. So if I say to you, well, you know, say back in the bad SEO day, you know, a bunch of backlinks will help you get higher in uh, in Google, okay. Well, everybody went and got uh, backlink farms and aimed them at themselves. And hey, I mean that's really easy to explain to somebody. It just took thirty seconds for me to do it right now, right? Or if you say, you know, for PPC, go find long tail keywords that together have lots of volume and they're super targeted and high payoff. So everybody went and did their keyword research. I mean, those are easy concepts to explain. But if you say oh, help persuade people better with a better user experience. Well, and people go, well, what the hell is that? I mean, that, that has so many moving pieces to it, right? Yeah, take away distractions, build trust. There's all these terms. Uh, even, even if you take it back, dial it back at a higher level, it's easy to, to talk to any business person, non-technical or technical, and say, get more visitors, get more money. It's, it's a little bit harder to say get more conversions and start adding these new terms that really haven't existed until four, five, six years ago, uh, or at least not in the common vocabulary of online marketers. Uh, it, it, it's just it's, even at a higher level, it's way easier to illustrate as well. Bring more visitors, they, more of them will buy. And we're trying to introduce a little bit more longer term thinking, a little uh, 
more investment type thinking to really improving your site so the experience is good for your users, more of them will buy and more of them will come back. Yeah, and in my book, Landing Page Optimization, I talk about all the skill sets needed to do this. It's really pretty broad. I mean, you almost have to be a mathematician to understand the statistics of split testing, user experience, direct response copywriting, neuromarketing, you know, project management, uh, uh, web development, uh, you know, understanding uh, the psychology of your users and, and their demographics. I mean, there's so many different parts to that, as well as changing your business model uh, potentially to, to deal with that. Yeah, Lance Loveday gave a great keynote at the last Convergent Conference talking about kind of common characteristics among great website optimizers. And they were not the types of things you'd think. You mentioned a lot of good technical skill sets that are important to have or mindsets even. And then Lance was able to take it even a step a step further back and say, these are more like qualities that, that good ones share. I, I like to think that... that uh, we share that, 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 that I possess lots of those, but you, you strive for that. It's, like you say, you have to be quite the, uh, quite the renaissance man, quite the renaissance digital marketer. Yeah, or you need to have a team that collectively can, can embody those, those skills, capabilities, and mindsets. And so, so I think that's, that's really the thing that, that gets to people is, you know, how do you get started? How do I do all, all of this stuff? Would you agree with that? Definitely. You know, it's still uncharted territory for, for so many people, even people who have been in digital marketing for a long time. And landing page optimization isn't all that new, especially when you think of how PPC marketers have been approaching things. They, the concept of having a dedicated landing page for a pay-per-click ad is not brand new. So people have, have been getting into this and, and trying to solve this for a while. But as you say, it's still new to so many people. And there's so many concepts that a little bit outside the comfort zone, skill sets that are outside the comfort zone. It makes it easy to say, well, I'll worry about this later. Or who can I turn to? Okay, well, I'm going to explore that a little more and kind of the larger picture of conversion rate optimization after we come back from our break. We'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at bruceclay.com. 
Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com WebmasterRadio.fm Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. Uh, this is your host, Tim Ash, CEO of Site Tuners and Chair of Conversion Conference with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. This week, my guest is Tom Bowen, the president and founder of Website Optimizers. Tom, before the break, we were talking about how you know, just because it's a little bit of a, of a complicated beast, most people don't start on the CRO. They start with the easier things. But like we you also discussed, there are fewer places to hide now. So now you have to maybe start doing the harder stuff. What are some of the common issues to get companies to focus on conversion rate optimization that you've seen with your clients? What's keeping them from taking action? Well, there's, there's a number of things, Tim. You talked about some of the, like the, the, the mathematical things, the statistical things, uh, all the, all, all the different, the uh, ratios of, uh, uh Certainty on your on on your success rates, ninety percent confidence intervals, ninety five percent confidence intervals, z values, all these things can from decision makers they can get a little crazy with that. I mean, you, you see, I stammered a little bit just trying to to come up with good examples there. Right, right. But, but also, it's it's almost more of a of a culture that that needs to be developed in a company if you really want to start getting getting testing and improving your conversion rate, especially on the private side, it's as big a challenge is shifting that culture away from just getting more traffic or traditional offline type marketing methods and getting people on board with the whole concept of testing and showing them what some benefits can come from running some tests. So now you're getting these product managers and marketing managers lining up saying, hey, can you run this test for me? I'd like to try this and see if this would change something as opposed to just saying, hey, you guys, we should be testing. Yeah, I think that, well, two quick comments. I mean, one is I think that to reduce conversion rate optimization, the testing is pretty simplistic. And I personally fight that every day. I mean, we've, we've run uh, hundreds and hundreds of, of very high impact tests. In fact, we've documented over a billion dollars in annualized values or a result of the improved performance our clients have, but to me that's just one of many uh, kind of tools in the in the tool shed. It's not even necessarily the primary one. There's a there's a lot more things that you can and should be doing. So I just caution you not to reduce it just to simple split testing. But I, I like your focus on the kind of almost changing the culture of the company. We have this conversion management practice. This is part of what we do, and it's in a way kind of change management or organizational development, uh, but centered around kind of becoming a, a more uh, responsive business and uh, taking risks and um, changing more fundamental things and not just tinkering around the edges. Those are things that, that don't happen quickly, but you're right. They're enablers 
to have a good optimization culture. If you, if you think back, go back to the 50s and the 60s and the traditional marketing people and the ad people, all that's done on gut. Is this slogan going to work better than this slogan? We talk about the hippo, the highest paid person's opinion. That ruled in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. You, about the farthest you'd stray, away, you'd stray away from that would be bringing in focus groups. But even still, that was, well, I think this will perform better than this. These days, in the, in the 21st century, everything online we're getting data on. So we can determine to the penny, really, whether this decision is better than this decision, whether this markup or this, this logo or this tagline is being more effective than the other. And I think lots of decision makers, especially seasoned, experienced ones, are not used to that, not ready for that. It takes them out of their comfort zone a little bit. And that's where I talk about trying to change the culture. That's right. Absolutely. And so what you have are more junior, often younger people that are in the guts and bowels of the online marketing. And they're doing all this quantitative, measurable stuff. But then uh, what you've kind of hit on is that there's uh, uh, the upper management, again, I'll just say, you know, maybe the older people that are uh, used to this more traditional way of, of doing business have to, in effect, give up their power. They have to say, my gut isn't the most important thing. And that, that really, you know, they have so much ego invested in that, that it's, it's very hard for them to step aside and, and let the data speak for itself and allow failure and exploration and experimentation by their underlings. Yeah, there's a, there's a very hesitancy, a, a big hesitancy to make yourself vulnerable in, in those positions, especially when you've been the person. And, uh, or the traditional alpha male, if you will, that has to be right and lead the charge and, you know, who's, who's the, the leader in battle and, you know, have to, whose orders have to be followed, all of that stuff, right? Absolutely. My experience tells me that this is the optimal price. Well, we can actually now determine what's the optimal price if you have enough if you have enough traffic for that, and that uh, that risk can be scary for lots of executives, lots of even middle management executives. Yeah, absolutely. And so, okay, so how do we overcome that? So, does a whole generation have to die off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a question. A lots of us continue to think that we have solved and find out that we, that we haven't. Any business exists, any for-profit business exists to make money. And so it should seem very simple. I can't tell you the number of times, Tim, I've said to someone, do you want to go with the way that will make the most money or just the way that you like best? Whether it's in designing an email or whether it's in how certain something's going to be laid out on a page or, or what. Many times the decision maker goes down that path subconsciously. I mean, you could probably talk to this a lot better with with your psychological background, but uh, they go down that path almost psychologically and they just need kind of a voice of reason to bring them back to say, hey, what's going to make your earnings per share higher? What's going to make your your ROI on this decision higher? That's what you want, right? Well, we can prove that. Well, you know, we've actually had clients – Fortune 500 companies that shall remain nameless where we've literally gotten them eight-figure wins with landing page testing and they did not implement them because they didn't, they didn't like it or it was quote-unquote off-brand, one of my big boogaboos that I hear a lot. Do eight you figure. ever run into that? 
yeah, yeah the, eight, the eight figure annualized wins. <laughs> the uh, the term that I hear more often in in our experience is image. Well, that's not the image we want to project, or or you know, as much as I, lots of times in terms of just getting something to convert, simple is almost always going to outperform not so simple in terms of either look or steps required, whatever. Simple is sure because t- we're, t- we're not going to invest a lot of attention in in anything we do in front of a web browser. So simple is always simple and clear always beats complicated. Exactly, but in many cases that that the client, the, the decision maker there thinks, well, that is not exquisite enough or sophisticated enough that doesn't match the presence that we're trying to create and the, 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 the concept that we're trying to put in the visitor's mind when what they're really trying to do is just make their sales or, or generate their leads or whatever. And that's where the conflict comes in. And it just kind of takes, like I say, a voice of reason. I, I find myself being that as much as anything in these kinds of situations. So, so don't, I mean, the bottom line is don't ignore the soft stuff. If you think, I mean, as much as I'd like to agree with you, the rational answer is do what's economically best, right? Whatever has the highest ROI or it creates the most efficiency or makes you the most money. All businesses should be, you know, sig- sigmaing their way towards perfect efficiency, right? But the irrational side, which is pretty much human nature, all of it, um, is the one that says, well, what about my job security or my confidence or my status in the group? And all of that soft stuff is what's going to derail your conversion rate optimization effort. So you have to pay attention to that that human dimension very, very much. Definitely. And I think lots of times, uh, you know, it, I'd say more often than not, the the objection I don't feel is personal, like like personal vulnerability or or ego-threatening. I think they really think that, well, that's just not the best. But there are non-quantitative factors that we're not bringing in. So you and I have talked about all these quantitative reasons to go this one direction. And I think that other person thinks they are thinking of non-quantitative factors that are not being considered. Well, again, that's but that's, yeah, we'll, we'll explore this after the break. You know, but, uh, you know, again, there. If they're especially upper management, they should be speaking only the language of money, but they're not. Again, that's kind of a rational economic approach, if you will, of maximizing yields. Uh, but what I'm saying is whatever rationalizations they throw out, I think you should always, if you're a change agent in a company and coming in and trying to improve optimization, always understand that underneath that, the real motivations are, are these more you know, personal primate level things. Hey, Tom, after we come back from our next break, I want to explore your NCAA addiction. Uh, Sounds (laughs) like you're a crazy super fan. We'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Finding links to improve your rankings in the search engines is time-consuming and frustrating for many of us. The Hoth is the go-to company to help lighten your link-building load. Their white-label SEO was made specifically for agencies, in-house SEOs, and affiliates. 
The Hoff also offers high-quality custom local citation building to improve search rankings in Google's Maps and localized results, providing fulfillment for some of the largest SEO companies in the world. The Hoff offers link and citation building services you can trust. Get $20 in link building or citation building credits free by going to thehoff.com slash radio. T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com slash radio. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO Landing Optimization, continuing my conversation with Tom Bowen, the president of Website Optimizers. Tom, I understand that you're kind of like a deadhead for the NCAA. You've been to 450 plus NCAA playoff games. Yeah, it's. Uh, I used to say it's back when I was single. I used to say that's why I work. Now I, now I, <laughs> now it's why I try and keep my wife happy. <laughs> <laughs> when did this addiction, I guess, for lack of a better word, begin? Well, I'm originally from Indiana, Tim, uh, and uh, went to Indiana University and moved. I, we're in Texas now. I moved to Texas about 25 years ago, but in Indiana, basketball is in your blood. And I was fortunate enough uh, to hook up with a couple of buddies that started doing this a little bit before I did. And at that time, it was just going to the Final Four. I think uh, this past year was my 25th Final Four. But eventually, we started wow. going to games every weekend of the all three weekends. And for a while, there conference tournament games, too. So four weekends in a row, it wouldn't be unusual to do 29 postseason games in a month. So uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of lots of guys go on a golf you know a guys golf weekend or something we kind of have 
Guys, month of March. <laughs> <laughs> month of March. March madness, truly. Okay, well, you know, I guess as addictions go, it's uh, it's not as bad as some and not even as expensive as some. So uh, at least you know that at the end of March, it's going to be the madness will be over, right? <laughs> yes, my, my, as I say, my wife looks forward to mid-April. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, very good. Uh, so I, I wanted to kind of continue our conversation about um, kind of the, the soft side of, of conversion rate optimization. And incidentally, uh, I wrote a column on this recently in, in Marketing Land, so, so check it out. What is your advice for, for three things if you're optimizing either inside of a company or you're an agency trying to work with clients? Three quick tips for kind of getting other people's heads on straight or or tactics that you can use to jumpstart results? Well, you know, you use the term agent of change. <clears throat> you use that term uh, a couple, right before the break. And that's really kind of the key. You have to approach it all from that. And whether, if you think of being an agent of change in any t- environment for any type of change, there's a lot of psychological stuff that goes on, right? And so I think, A, number one, I want to get to, I want to identify the, the people that are going to be most resistant to moving this direction, moving in the, in the CRO type direction. And number two, I want to be able to demonstrate our expertise. And so you mentioned earlier how you've documented over a billion dollars worth of improvements. You've had instances of eight-figure annualized improvements. Those kinds of, of numbers are going to resonate with anyone and any decision-maker and you kind of come to the table with a, a higher position of, of expertise, of something that they can rely on. And so now they're, they're going to be listening to you a little bit more. Getting that ear is key because then I'd say the third thing is slowly trying to move their overall objectives, their overall outlook on how things are being managed and how things are being done. Within the silo that we're talking about, within their product or within their their company online, and so that they can start helping you become that agent of change with those with, with the people underneath them to start trickling that down. Yeah, I think there's the, most of the work happens inside the company. It's not about your testing velocity or um, even your web experience. It's the team behind it. And the way that your company approaches it, I think that's key. So I think that uh, from, from my perspective, how you're structured, where the optimization team reports inside of your company, the compensations and whether you, you get bonuses based on performance, uh, the ability uh, to take risks and, not, and be okay with failure in, in, in certain situations. Uh, I think though that's, that's the hard business of CRO and that, that rarely gets talked about. So we've gone on this odyssey of, yeah, CRO is important. Why isn't it done? And I think we've arrived at the fact that, hey, you know what? This is just uh, heavy lifting, blocking and tackling, whatever sports analogy you want to use. But it needs to be done. Uh, uh, Tom, if uh, people want to reach out to you, uh, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, well, certainly our website, uh, will, I think, will give them a lot of good information about the services that we focus on, that the, the we perform best. That's not the shortest URL in the world. It's websiteoptimizers.com, W-E-B. Pretty S-I-T. simple, yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, my email address or I'm on LinkedIn. 
Uh, Twitter, our Twitter handle is at WSO Marketing. We do, we're pretty active on Twitter. Uh, just got back from vacation, so I took seven days off of Twitter. Um, uh, that's a no, 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 I'm just kidding. You're allowed to, refreshing. You're allowed to enjoy your life. <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for this episode. Uh, thanks so much, Tom, for being on the show. Hey, it's been, uh, it's been a pleasure for me and uh, a thrill. I'm a big fan of the show. Thanks so much. And loyal listeners, we'll see you on the flip side. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.